we are looking at the fine print of this Christmas season. And all the glitz and glamour, it's easy to overlook that, but you may want to pay attention. Look closer. Thanks for listening to Amen, Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. And we, what we normally do, if it's your first time listening, which it may be, I don't know. I don't know your life. Don't expect me to know that. Anyway, um, if this is your first time listening, what we do here, we take a couple minutes each day and we talk about um, the deeper meaning of some of the messages uh, of the Christian life. It's meant to just kind of be something to take with you about your day. And we've been kind of going through a couple points of a sermon that I preached this past Sunday um, called The Christmas Fine Print. These are the little details of the Christian life that you know, maybe up front, maybe the first time you go to church, you don't really understand what you're getting into. And when you say yes to Jesus, you want to make sure that you get the fine print or else you know, I'm not even sure that you're following Jesus all the way. Um, and so we've been talking about things about like, like how following Jesus is not always logical. We've been saying, you know, that sometimes God doesn't, he's far above us. Um, and, and we can't understand what he's talking about sometimes. And we have to trust him. Um, we also talked about how following Jesus is not convenient. Uh, you can check back the last couple episodes if you want to hear more about that, uh, or watch the sermon, uh, that's linked on YouTube and Facebook. But, uh, I want to take a little deeper dive into this one particular area, um, that is probably the weirdest to somebody who is listening and, and outside of Christ, like this would be crazy talk, but it's, uh, one of the things that you can't do, um, is you can't follow Jesus without uh, a little bit, or actually not a little bit, a lot of self-denial. In fact, the act of following Jesus is self-denial because you take yourself off the throne of your life and you put Jesus where he ought to be, right? And so um, a lot of people will say that they're Christians, right? Because you'll, be, well, you'll say, well, I believe there's a God and I believe Jesus died for me and I want that grace gift. But if there is not any self-denial, if you continue to live your life with no self-denial, then it, it's, I don't know, I'm just seriously doubting whether you're a Christian or not. You know what I mean? Just something to think about. But anyway, uh, what do you mean by self-denial? Well, Philippians 2 puts it this way. It says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others is better than yourself. Don't look out for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. So our our um, our self-denial it goes vertical and horizontal. So we have a a vertical self-denial between us and God, where we give God the uh, ability to run our lives, to make decisions for us, to, to set the chart for us. But we also deny ourselves for the sake of other people, horizontally, uh, for our neighbor, for our family, for our friends. Um, and selfishness is so pervasive in this world right now. And the scary thing is, there's people out there, it used to be really clear that if someone's being selfish, but it's not as cut and dried as, as you know, maybe some of the movies and TV shows make it where they paint someone in a really selfish light. Selfishness is subtle. It sometimes masquerades itself as altruism, as, as a, I'm doing things from a good heart, right? Uh, and, and it even masquerades as selflessness. And for instance, I... Uh, I saw a post this week from someone who I know has made some very selfish decisions. They claim the name of Christ, but I'm not so sure. Um, 
and they've made some really selfish, big, terrible decisions lately, but took the time to take a picture of themselves in a grocery or in a you know a store, not necessarily a grocery store, because they were they were buying this a cartload of presents, uh, uh, toys for kids in need. And it was allegedly like, oh, thanks for everybody who participated in this. But it was a really, it was almost like going, you know, over to a, a, a war-torn country or, a, you know, a, a poor country and taking Instagram selfies with poor little kids so that you'll look like you're such a, wow, they're so generous, they're so kind. How, somehow, this person took the uh, the act of buying presents for someone else and made it about themselves. Just such a blessing to be able to do this. I just don't, I just get so much out of it. Shut up, it's not about you, right? Selfishness is so sneaky that we can become selfish and fool ourselves into thinking that we're not. And so the, the answer to that is self-denial, is this regular act of denying yourself uh, for the sake of others and for the sake of God. That's why they came up with this thing, or God came up with this thing called fasting. Why else would you, uh, besides maybe some... Uh, dietary reasons or, or, you know, you're going in for a procedure and they get you to fast, but there is a regular act of fasting in the Christian life, uh, simply, uh, because that self-denial, right? I remember the first time I, I, I tried to, to fast, I was like, why am I going without food? I'm hungry. I want this. What's the point? The point is self-denial brings you closer to Jesus. And so when we make selfish decisions, we, we turn our attention and our heart towards ourselves. But self-denial opens it up so that we can follow Jesus. So we have to deny things uh, in our life. We have to. And so sometimes it's denying what we want, right? Denying the things that we want, that if God says this is not for you, then it's not for you. I remember uh, my old Sunday school teacher um, never got married from what I know. I mean, he moved off, but I don't think he's gotten married. And uh, it's not like he was, you know, hunchback in Notre Dame or anything. He was a handsome guy. Why didn't he get married? And he was in his 50s, 60s at the time. And and he he just said, you know, I this is just apparently not for me. God doesn't have this for me. And I, it's okay. I'll, I'll deny myself uh, that because that's what God wants, apparently. So so there's a lot of things that we are going to have to deny. Um, and and that is that is something that you will not hear a lot about in the world. You will not get encouraged uh, by people living by their own flesh and living by the world's desires. But it's not just bad things that we have to deny. There's actually, God calls Christians to not deny some other things, like deny doubt. You know, a lot of us don't think we like to doubt, but our doubt comforts us, right? We have a tendency to stew in our own doubts, and we have to deny that uh, because uh, it, it, it has an effects on us and it's, it's temporarily doubt may be comforting. I know this is really weird. Um, but there are people that love to doubt. Uh, but, but James one six tells us, uh, if we're going to ask God for something, ask it in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave, uh, on a sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. We, we lose our footing and our stable ground when we doubt. So we need to deny uh, this this temptation to doubt because doubt because I know d- doubting makes us seem wise. Wow, they're just they just think deeper than we. They just feel deeper than we do, and they're doubting, right? Instead of being gullible enough to to just obey God and take Him in His word, doubt makes us a victim that garners pity from other people. 
Doubt sabotages the good, graceful plan of our Heavenly Father in our life. And so we have to not only deny the things we like, but this thing called doubt that everybody thinks is a bad thing, we may have to make sure that we deny that in our lives too. Or even, this is an even crazier one, that we may have to, to deny in our lives. We might have to deny our family. I know it's Christmas time. I know it's tis the season. Um, and and up until now, up until COVID, maybe uh, we never had a good reason to deny our family, even though we wanted to. Uh, but Luke 14 has a very interesting little passage here. It says, a large crowd was following Jesus. And he turned around and said to them, if you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else, your father and your mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even your own life. There's that self-denial again. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. Now, I like this New Living Translation version of it because if you read the KJV or ESV, sometimes it says, uh, if you don't hate your family, uh, you can't be my disciple. And that's the translation is a little unclear there. But if you go back to, to studying it, that's really what it means is that by comparison, uh, you have to choose Jesus. You have to choose God, even if that means denying your family. I know that's not the Christmas message you're expecting this morning, but... But so don't twist this. We're we're absolutely supposed to be loving to our family, right? We we need to be loving. But sometimes the most loving thing we can do is put our family in the back seat and let Jesus in the front, right? We, meaning that if if you feel led to make some Christmas plans this year that center around Jesus and and spending time with God, uh, but then your family wants you to do something uh, that that contradicts that then you choose Jesus. They may say, oh, you hate me. You're being just mean. You're just being rude and self. No, I'm just, I'm just loving Jesus so much that I will choose Jesus over you any day of the week. So don't make me choose. Hopefully your family won't make you choose. But that's, that's something that we have to deny. This is a part of the self-denial that goes into the Christian life. And so I know that this is not very positive, encouraging, but let me end it like I ended my sermon another week, that if you deny yourself, God replaces that with something so much better. And what you're going to find is you're not even going to miss the things that you deny because Jesus makes you whole. Jesus makes you complete. He gives you that joy to take its place. That's all for Amen Brother Ben today. And talk more about some Christmas fine print tomorrow. AmenBen.com if you need me for anything. Love to talk to you. Send me a message. We'll see you again soon.